The Gunnison country is rich with stories, tales, and adventures. I'm Dwayne Vandenbush, and here's one of those stories. They came to Irwin high in the mountains of the Gunnison country by the thousands in 1879 and 80. Miners, promoters, speculators, men of great wealth, and those down on their luck, all with songs in their hearts and silver in their minds. They came to a narrow silver-rich gulch in the Elk Mountains to strike it rich. Of all the great silver camps in the Gunnison country, Irwin was the most publicized and supposedly the richest. Located nine miles west of Crested Butte, the mining camp was in the shadows of the spectacular Ruby and Elk Mountains. Some miners had prospected the Irwin region before 1879, but their failure to find gold in the Ute Indian danger soon forced them to leave. But now it was July 1879, and A.T. Gilkerson, a Gothic prospector who had seemingly come to the end of the line, tried one more time for his place in the sun. He had prospected all over the West for 12 years and had found nothing. Loading his family and meager belongings into a wagon at Gothic, Gilkerson prepared to make the long journey across the Great Plains and back to civilization in Illinois. When he went to the pasture for his mules, the luckless miner found one dead. With no money or credit to buy another animal, Gilkerson left his family in Gothic and tried to find employment for a few days so he could leave the country. Pausing at Ruby Gulch to eat lunch with R.A. Duncan, his companion, Gilkerson noticed a ledge that had been laid bare by horses' hooves. An assay showed the ledge to be rich with ruby and wire silver. Gilkerson named his mine the lead chief and sold it for $50,000. His luck had changed. Six days after Gilkerson's discovery, William Fisher, a tenderfoot from Maryland who had never seen a mine, arrived at the lower end of Ruby Gulch with an ox team and heavily laden wagon. The grade up the gulch was steep and the mud was without bottom. Fisher's wagon soon was hopelessly mired in the middle of the road. Orville Mace, a Missouri prospector, took pity on the hapless Fisher and pulled him out with his mules. The grateful Fisher told Mace he would give him a half interest in the first mine he found. The next morning, Fisher started up the nearest gulch and 200 yards distant found a great vein of quartz laid bare by the action of Coal Creek. As naive as he was, even Fisher could not avoid seeing the wire silver. The Maryland prospector named his claims on either side of the stream the forest queen of the Ruby King. Given his choice of either claim, Orville May selected the Ruby King, which he sold within a month for $100,000. And thus Irwin was on its way to becoming the greatest silver town in the history of the Gunnison country. Tales of the Gunnison country live on when you listen to KBUT. Stay tuned to Community Radio, and thanks for listening.